Big game. Big flavor. Hot stuff sauce. Let's get saucy. Well, it's allowed me to be frank, and uh, I don't think we've had a bigger guest than this one. Uh-oh. PBA legend. Probably the greatest bowler that ever lived. Pete Weber, welcome to Allow Me to Be Frank. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I, I really appreciate the intro, too. That's that's flattering. Well, let's let's talk about it because uh, we did meet you at the car convention in Illinois, in Chicago, Illinois. Shout out to uh, the National Car Convention and um, Leaf. Shout out to Leaf as well, sponsors. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, did not expect to meet you when we walked back there. It was like, holy shit, it's Pete Weber. So, uh, <laughs> well, like I said, you know, it's just an honor to meet you guys because I did the, the bar stool in, in New York. So, you know, this is kind of kind of fun for me. So, you know, I, I love doing podcasts because you get to see a different side of me. Well, also, yeah, I, seeing you in the back. I felt like your hand was going to fall off over there. That that was miserable. Well, I did a lot of signing. Don't get me wrong, boy. I, I probably signed a, at least a thousand to fifteen hundred things that day. My, ever, my arm was pretty tired. Have you ever seen the Space Jam? Uh, have you ever seen Space Jam the movie where they had Michael Jordan signing autographs when he was chained to the ball? That's how, that's how oh. I felt you were. You're just right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, and they took me from one place to another and made me sign a bunch of jerseys over there. I, mean, I probably signed another 30 to 40 jerseys in another room and then came right back to the room I met you guys in and uh, started signing everything else that they have. So, I, mean, uh, I mean, do you ever get carpal tunnel syndrome going on with that? Uh, no, I, that's probably the second most autographs I've signed in one sitting. Uh, China one year, I, I, they had, uh, uh, I was bowling a Pro-Am, and before I bowled the Pro-Am, there was 750 people, and each of them had at least two things to sign, so, you know, I, I was signed a good 1,500 there at one sitting, too, and obviously the Pro-Am didn't start on time because it ran a little late there. Does that affect your bowling hand? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of definitely take a toll on you well sometimes you know i just got to take a break because it just starts hurting and all the words i had to write also you know it just it just kind of hurts like right in here and the wrist starts hurting because you're like that doing signing your name and you know it kind of you know it just takes a toll on your hand and in your arm so you know every once in a while you just got to take a break yeah, it makes sense. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the, the bowling career, the greatest bowling career ever. Uh, 27 career PBA standard titles, 10 major titles, PBA Rookie of the Year, PBA Hall of Fame, four-time SB winner for best bowler in 2002, 04, 13, and 14, won CP3 Celebrity Invitational with T.O. as his partner. I mean, do I, do I, can I, can I go on? Like, what made you want to just bowl? What made you want to be a bowler and, like, just – well, Mikey, also, of all time. also just to add to that, and Pete, really nice to meet you. I'm Jenks. Um, Thanks. I think one thing that also stands out beyond the resume is some of the greatest highlights yep. in the history of sports. I mean, I grew up in the 90s just living to see you on ESPN, ESPN2 going crazy after big shots, which I just think is worth noting. You know, Pete wasn't just the winner. He was electric. 
Well, the who uh, do you yeah. think you who do you think you are? I am is is iconic. You know, that's you you put that shit on a t shirt. Well, they, we we did too. Storm, the company <laughs> I bought for, they put it on a T-shirt. But uh, you know, yeah. uh, I wanted to be a bowler because my my dad was Dick Weber. I mean, if you don't know who that is, then he, you don't bowl. But uh, you know, and he he had a bowling center, and it was real easy for me to just go in and bowl, you know, and do it for free and. I, I just loved it, and I wanted to be a bowler ever since, like, I was probably 14 years old. Now, I remember seeing something that uh, you talked about your histrionics, especially even, like, the, the, the uh, things oh, you did. Uh, yeah. That's, that, that's inspired by the WWE. Well, absolutely. Rob Van Dam, yeah. you know, he would come out saying, I'm RVD. So, you know, like, hey, I'm PDW, you know. So <laughs> I picked up a lot of my stuff off the off WWE or WWF, you know. Uh, the crotch chop uh, naturally came from DX, <laughs> you know. Uh, the Attitude yeah. Era, they did, which is the greatest, most entertaining era of wrestling ever. And it just, it, I mean, there's nothing like, there was nothing like the Attitude Era. And you, oh, and you, I, I love it. You know, they just did what they wanted to. And, you know, DX, you know, th when they had the war with WCW, too, uh, that was kind of cool. And, you know, driving down the street in a tank, that would, you know, that's something that would be kind of cool to do. All right. Top five Pete Weber question. Everyone's trying to know who's your favorite wrestler of all time? The Undertaker. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great uh, answer. Yeah, the, the Undertaker, he, he always has been and always will be since he ever, since he made his debut back at SummerSlam, I guess. Or, uh, no, maybe. The, the, yeah, Survivor Series, wasn't it? Survivor Series, yeah. And uh, I, I've been his fan ever since, good or bad. If you hated him, I just, you know, have a lot in common. You love him, you hate him, you're still going to want to see him. Exactly. Exactly. I, I was always a big Kane guy, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Brothers of Destruction <laughs> will make it work. Uh, you know what I always find. You know what I find interesting about wrestlers is is that when when you get to know and talk to a few wrestlers and, and get to see how they really are, I've always found that the heels are the, the the best the best people out of the ring and the most interesting people. Uh, like. Kind of like Pete Weber. Kind of yeah. like Pete Weber. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, you hate like that, him on I, TV, but you love him off the stage, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, look at, look at people like the Iron Sheik. I mean, was there a better personality? <laughs> Not at all, man. He was he was great to watch. You know Gene Amin, you know, in, in his boot stomp and everything, and, you know, the, the spike, when he got the spike out. So, exactly. you know, I, I love the old stuff. I, I go back to, like, King Kong Bruiser Brody. You know, th those guys back then, that they were pretty fun to watch. Yeah, those are throwback tees. Pete. See, but you had the same personality because before we – I personally, before I met you, I, I was like, damn, this guy's kind of kind, kind of a jerk, man. Like, I see, <laughs> I see the heel version. I'm like, damn. But I meet you in real life, and I'm like, dude, this is – this is just a guy from Cincinnati who, who wants a beer and what? just wants to chill out and, and wants to – oh, did I say Cincinnati? Uh-oh. Yeah. He's oh. from St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. Sorry. Oh, now, now I'm in the shithole. I, I apologize. We'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll cut that one out. Cut that one out. Uh, right no now. worries. That's all right. Exactly. 
but I, you're just a guy from St. Louis who wants a beer. That's kind of what I figured. I'm like, this is just a, a laid back, cool guy. And, and like Frank said, like the rustlers, How the ones you, that are usually the heels, well, you know, the good guys. They, they do what they have to when they're on their stage. Exactly. You know, you and then there's no reason more. to act like that when you're when you're off your stage. You should and, be a little bit nicer and a little bit, you know, more uh, oh, friendly to the fans. Yeah, yeah. How was exactly. it with your competitors off the stage, so to speak? Would you guys talk much? Were you like friendly with the guys that you were? facing and beating a lot of the time celebrating in front of or was it a little bit colder oh no we we, we would go out to dinner after the tv show you know we'd, we'd follow each other to the next stop uh you know the, del ballard threw the gutter ball to lose uh-huh and he wouldn't let me buy dinner that night so huh. you know, that's the kind of relationship i have with most of the guys out there is you know, it's what we do, you know, and if you don't like what I do on when it's, you know, my job, then that's tough shit, you know. And then when, you know, when we're done with that, and, hey, you want to go have dinner or a drink or two, you know, and yeah. So off the stage is, is fine. Awesome. Now, we mentioned that you were that you're from St. Louis. What are the, the craziest cities that are just that go nuts for the, the PBA and professional bowling, which were the best cities that you went into? Uh, New York didn't like me too much. I got booed there. It's probably the only state I've ever been booed in. <laughs> but they, they're very knowledgeable about bowling, and I knocked a New York guy off the show, so why not boo me? And I, I gave them all one of those, and <laughs> I got a standing ovation for that. So, you know, so I, I have a good report. Detroit is always a good one. Uh, they're very knowledgeable, and especially when I come out and all my Cardinal stuff, you know, they, they don't really like that too much. But, you know, Chicago, you know, well, anywhere in Ohio, they're all knowledgeable. There, there are so many places that is uh, – uh, even Japan, Japan's probably one of the craziest places I've ever been. They root for everybody, and it doesn't matter if you shoot 140 or 300, they're still rooting for you. Watching sporting events from Japan is always unique, just, just how do you, especially if you ever see like baseball from Japan. It's, it's, it's incredible. Oh, I've been to a couple baseball games. I've uh, been to the Fukuoka Diehawks game. Uh, they, drums out or big bass drums out in the outfield guys beating on them you know the, actually those drums are louder than the crowd is screaming you can hear the drums over the crowd uh, i've been to a tokyo giants game in the tokyo dome which is a beautiful facility very very you know more than any stadium we have here it's just outdoes any stadium that we have here the Zen of Bobby V is a great film on Japanese baseball. Excuse me? The Zen of Bobby V is a great documentary on Japanese baseball when Bobby Valentine was out there. Oh, okay. Highly recommend it. My brother happened to direct it, but still, highly recommend it. It's a very humble flex, by the way. Um, you know what isn't a flex, though? Um, being 0-2 in fantasy football, Pete. Now, we got to <laughs> talk about it. we got to talk about it. I, I know your stepdaughter's right over there, and, uh, and she's the one running the team, but... What's going on? 
Um, all right, all right. Well, uh, first of all, first of all, first Katie, of all, first of all, I'm turning it over. You can't there, blame so the draft. Don't blame the draft. Don't blame the draft. Not blaming the draft at all. But when you know you're in the first quarter and you watch a man's leg get snapped in half, and you're kind of relying on him a little bit. Yeah, that's and then you not- watch Josh Allen throw what four picks in the first game, like. <laughs> So are you saying it's not how you start, it's it's how you finish, basically? It is how you finish. Yeah, it's yeah. never how you start. You know, it's it's only two games, guys. There's 16 left. Yeah, he happens to have uh, Nick Chubb on his team, so that's very yeah, brutal. Big L. Big L, yes. Yeah, that is uh, – and Cooper Cup, uh, who is on the IR, it's not the yeah. best. So, ooh, yeah, Beckham. Beckham Jr.'s – he's out a little bit. It's not that serious, yeah. but, yeah, so- not the best. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is injured again? I'm pretty sure, yeah. What else? Here's my shocked face. <laughs> exactly. You know who else is injured? It's Saquon Barkley. For three three weeks, ankle injury. It's just it's, well, it's the clockwork. Well, 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 it, well yeah. the good thing is uh, he might miss that jet. He might miss the Dolphin game. Oh, really? Yep. Well, that that's nice. So wait, Pete. Who are you, who is your uh, football team? Uh. Katie? No, 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 no. He, he's a... Oh, he's my a football team. Yeah. The one I root for. Yeah, who's the one you root for? Oh, I root for the Chiefs. You root for... Oh, that's easy. Come on. That's that's fair. That's easy. Well, it's well, fun I, to do. You know. uh, I, remember, I remember being in the, uh, the backstage with him. I think he might have been a Rams fan, but after what Cronky did, he he's... I mean, he ripped the, he ripped the team out of St. Louis, brought him back to Los Angeles, and left St. Louis without a team. Yeah, and what's funny about that is he, he came here, and after the first year, he's kind of like, I'm never moving out of St. Louis. And we sold out every game that the Rams played here in St. Louis. Every game was sold so out. they're dedicated fans here. And then he moved? Yeah, that's such yeah, a that, Well, move. you know what? Fuck them. They can – it's uh, it's like what, it's like what Clay Bennett did to uh, Seattle with the suit with the Supersonics. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. he he. Everyone knew before he he bought the team they would, uh, that his intentions were, and he lied to the owners, lied publicly. But his his intention from day one was moving to L.A. Uh, I mean, he brought the land, he brought Hollywood Park to build a stadium. He's not going to. He's not going to build a stadium, uh, buy buy the stadium land. Los Angeles had went twenty years without a team, uh, and what's ridiculous is they actually gave Los Angeles two teams, and they could barely support either one. <coughs> yeah, they're 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 eating their own fucking. Yeah, so it's very bad for them right now. There's been two football games in Los Angeles this year, two NFL games. Uh, the Dolphin game. I'm listening to the yeah, first half on the radio when they're playing the Chargers and. And I hear the crowd cheering, and I went, and I'm thinking, something bad just happened to Dolphins, and then it's, first down, Miami! Mm-hmm. And yeah, then we you realize, realize that the crowd is, is it's a pro-Dolphin crowd in there. And then they showed us the picture of the crowd last week. It looked like the Red Sea. Oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. The 49ers fans ate up that stadium. They ate it up. It, <laughs> It, it's, it was all blue and it was just red. It was, it was all blue lights and it was just red for the 49ers fans. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, you know what, though? You know what's not good? St. Louis Cardinals. 
not the best. Oh, not not the best right now. Not no, the best. no, they they suck this year. Uh, you know, I, I was happy that that Wainwright got his two hundred win last night, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, this year we just and we just haven't played good. I mean, it. I, I don't know what to say. I'm kind of like in shock that we're having this bad a year. But, well, I'm a Mets fan, so I I could definitely sympathize. You know, look at the Yankees. They they're, they kind of suck this year too. So, oh, that was a dig at my wife too. So. <laughs> you know, uh, I I I I remember uh, when I was a kid, absolutely hating the Cardinals. Because mid-80s, the Mets and Cardinals had just this bitter, insane rivalry with the uh, car- with the Cardinals coming out and calling the Mets pond scum. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, and, and meanwhile, you had, Vince, you, had Vince, you had Vince Coleman on the team for all those years. Yeah, and we had- during- Actually, we had a we had a really good team in the '80s with Vince Coleman and Ozzy, and uh, uh, you know, it just we had a really good team. And you traded Keith Hernandez to the Mets for uh, Rick Ownby and uh, Neil Allen helped start turn the Mets around because uh, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who are they? <laughs> but no, I don't even remember having those guys. Yeah, it's one. It's it's one of the best. Oh. One of the best trades the Mets ever made. Uh, oh. 1983. Uh, the uh, the uh, Cardinals got rid of Keith Hernandez because uh, they knew he was uh, using the white powder a little bit too much. <laughs> oh my God, I did not see that coming. That's the what Frank the Tank podcast is all about, Pete. <laughs> well, what, you it's, know well, it's, a, it, it's no fact. That basically, uh, even Keith Nair's autobiography said that the Cardinals confronted him about it and a week later traded him. I don't doubt. I don't doubt you. I wouldn't doubt that either. He said he wasn't using the needle either, but I guess he was doing that too. But, you know. No, no Keith, Keith Nair's wasn't a juicer. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> kind of juice. Uh-oh. He wasn't a juicer, uh, Frank? Oh. No. He played before the juice. Sure. The juice didn't come in. The juice didn't come in the game until Jose Cansanco brought it to the game. I that sure. wouldn't surprise me anyway. You know, uh, you know, Mark McGuire. He kind of got a little bigger too as the years went on. Oh yeah, he did. Him and him and Kinsenko were the Bash Brothers. The two of them. You the two of them were using it together. Yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, that's those right. Two, I forgot. Those two using steroids. It spread out from there. Yeah, that's how all those uh, Sammy Sosa rumors came true, which or which were not true. Happened, you know. He he was clean as a whistle too, Sammy Sosa. Yeah, <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa went from a, a a mediocre player to all of a sudden the incredible Hulk King balls onto the fucking roof across the street. Yeah, that that, that was something else. It's yeah, not, I, oh, I can say I'm an angel too. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man, well, Pete, I think it, this was uh, this was great. I mean, uh, love talking bowling, love talking fantasy football, love talking baseball, sports, everything. Um, I've yeah, got one last, one last bowling question for Pete, if it's cool. Sure, I'm curious about. 
So I, I love bowling. I'm not, you know, great at it, but I'm pretty solid. But in the big frames, when you're going up and there's a lot riding on it, and for me, it's just playing with my buddies. So it's obviously not like you when you're in the, you know, ESPN live going for a championship. I've always been curious, like the moment when you're walking up to, to take your shot, do you kind of black out? Is it more instinct and like muscle memory, knowing what pins you got to hit, knowing what you need to do? Or do you go up thinking about the moment, what you need to execute, and like the details of following through? Well, I, I do all my thinking before I get on the approach. So when I get on the approach, I don't have to. I, I do my pre-shot routine and I see my ball go down the lane and how I want it to go down the lane. And then I get on the approach, I get set, I take my deep breath and go. Because after the deep breath, I'm pretty relaxed. So it, it, it's easier to throw the ball when you're relaxed than if you're tense. Well, there's always been the uh, philosophy, if you think you stink. Say what? If you think <laughs> you stink. Oh, if you think you stink, then you stink. No. <laughs> you stink. Oh. Oh. oh, okay. But You're going to overthink it. Yeah, guys overthink things. I can't it, yeah, I can't think that long. If I if I took that long to throw a shot, I'd probably faint or something. <laughs> Do you know the golden rule of, of bowling, though? Do you know the golden rule? Hit the head pin? Hit the head pin? <laughs> I don't know. No, if, you're, if what hand do you eat with when you're bowling? My left hand. My right. right. Hand. Exactly. Just want to double check. You never eat with the hand you're bowling with. Made That's that mistake quite a few times. Greasy fingers. It's never the best. So, golden rule: never bowl with the hand you're eating with. Oh, dude, yes, eat, exactly. Right don't don't touch the oil on the bowling ball either. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, Pete. Yeah, this was great. Appreciate you coming on. Hope to have you on soon again, and uh, we'll talk to you definitely soon. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Next thank, time. Thanks for coming on. Next Thank time. you, guys. I, was, I had a blast. Thank you. It's always fun to do podcasts with you, anybody. So thank you so much. And uh, have me on anytime. Yeah, next time hopefully we could uh, get the fantasy wins up a little bit. Yeah. We'll be on the waiver <laughs> well, wire tomorrow. You know, Don't worry. Yeah, check that waiver wire. <laughs> no. All right. First thing I do when I wake up. All right. All right, guys. See you. Have a good one. Appreciate All you. Right. Yeah, thanks bye. again. Yeah, have a good evening. All right. Bye. I'd like to thank Pete Weber for coming on. You know, many many say that uh, he's. He, I mean, he's a great, great bowler, and you know, a lot of great bowlers have dogs. So make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy with BarkBox. Two toys, two treats, and a chew. Ship get fully right to you. So make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy. Yes, that's right. We have partnered up with BarkBox. So go to BarkBox.com slash tank and get a free extra month when you subscribe. That's BarkBox. Get a free extra month at BarkBox. Make your dog happy. Frank, what What the hell was that? He's banging out the battery. He banged it out real quick. I, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, I, I, I had to do a segue. It was um, yeah, Pete Weber was great. Um, sometimes I forget, like, what do you ask a bowler about besides, hey, what's it like to bowl? You know, I mean, <laughs> I try. I, I was, I was genuinely curious about, like, do you actually think? Yeah, you're, you're asking some Zen questions. You're like, what I do you think about? I get it. 
I felt like him with uh, baseball and football. So I tried to bring it back to bowling first. I felt like what you were asking him, what could have been like Phil Collins lyrics for sure. 100%. <laughs> um, all right. So what do we have to talk about? We got to talk about some week two football. I don't want to talk about week two football. We got to. Uh, well, about I, I know one thing. I know one thing is, uh, uh, you know, Mets long dead, but I got to say <laughs> something. Jose Butto oh. may not be that bad. Oh, I saw that tweet. He's had three consecutive good starts, and you know, two of them have got, two of them have come after I won his uh, jersey in the uh, in the uh, draft in the uh, the grab oh. bag. Yeah, grab bag. You know, they gave all these different jersey options. Uh, and, and it was like, I looked, it was like, like, uh, like they were even worse than Jose Butto. And I was like, you know, all these, all these options. Well, I think, I think they even had like offered off Jonathan Arias and Danny Mendick. So let's dig into this. It's very rare, Mikey, correct me if I'm wrong, for Tank to open up with something positive about the Mets. Dude, I don't know how to react. I don't know yeah, to least. talk more, Frank, what's making you feel this way and what, what could happen down the road? He's had three consecutive outstanding starts. Okay. Uh, Frank, and, Frank, uh, Frank, are you high? No, let, him go. let him cook. Let him cook. Are you, are you high right now? <laughs> I, I don't, I've uh, never seen this, Frank. Keep going, Frank. Go ahead. I, I mean, I've ripped Jose Butto, but <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to say that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. May not suck. Okay. And, Jose, and that- Butto, Jose Butto may not be ass. It's my, my, uh, my favorite si- saying was, was uh, the Mets have a pitching prospect named Jose Buxo who is ass? So Jose Buxo might not be ass. That's the headline of the day. Okay, he may not be ass. Okay. Well, you know, you know who might be ass though. Go ahead, go ahead, Jinx. I'll talk about it after. I was just saying, Buxo's only twenty five. So Frank's feeling good. He's he's actually got a future. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know who may suck though. Justin. You know who may not be good. Come on, Mikey. Just give me a support. I'm just playing. I'm so fucking tired of this. So background music. I hear that when they fire the next coach, the new coach is also going to be named Matt. So Virginia's not confused. They will hire another Matt and Ryan. Matt Eberflus. Ryan Poles, Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace. It's all just so this old bitch doesn't fucking forget. I am so tired of Virginia McCaskey and and Sister Barbara or whatever the fuck her name is. What's her name? The the sister from Loyola. She's immortal. Sister Jean. Sister Jean. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of all these old ladies the way, who are running. By the way, Mikey, shit in Chicago. Do you know? Uh, do you know? Virginia is so famous. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, when. Uh, when uh, George was uh, living in, when George was living in New York, she sent a letter to the editor asking, "Is Santa real?" And uh, the editor answered back, "Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus." That's how old Virginia McCaskey is. That's who. Oh, okay. okay that's, <laughs> that's, that's 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 who. Stop, Frank. Stop. Okay, I'm tired of the bear song. All right. You know. You know. I, I look at all these teams celebrate due to their different things. The Patriots now have the lighthouse thing. The uh, so the Seahawks raised the um, 12th man flag. Uh, it the older Bears have is Virginia McCaskey arriving at the game in a Model T Ford that was born that, that was uh, that was made the year she was born. 
You know, me and Frank Frank were in a company meeting like two hours before this, (laughs) and he just made that joke. I'm I'm, I'm, like, stop, Frank, please. New audience, new audience. He can read. New audience. God damn it. God knows Frank Hillary used jokes. He's not going to be a player. Yeah, Yeah, and and I'm giving you this one for free. Oh, thanks. (laughs) His name is Bustin Fields. All right. Oh, thanks, Frank. You know what? I cannot wait. I cannot wait till December. I cannot wait till December to talk to you about those Miami Dolphins. We'll wait. Mikey, I'm gonna wait. He he is a bust, though. It's official. I I, I don't he's I so don't bad. think it's too early to say it. I think he is a bust. Mike, he is so bad. Mike, he's, he is he's, so bad. He stinks. It's the the play calling. It isn't an issue. The receivers aren't an issue. The the O-line isn't an issue. He's got time to throw. The receivers are open. He he doesn't see them. He stinks. Dude, he's so bad. He's so bad. He looks at every receiver he throws to. It's oh, my God. He stares at him the whole time. That's what I was telling my brother. He, he stares directly at them, doesn't it, move his shoulders. He's right at them. Can I have a serious take real quick? Serious take? It might, it might be because of his medication that he's taking. He has that epilepsy, so... They they say that the medication Stop. that the medication the medication that Stop. he takes slows is... him down. It slows him down, so it slows down the reaction time. Maybe that's why. So this maybe, is this you are you are dig- you're maybe digging. Maybe you can get off the medication or something. Topic. I don't know, man. I'm yeah. trying to figure out everything, but well, the fucking guy. Well, probably the, probably the best news for the Bears is uh, looks like it's going to be a good quarterback class this year, Rock. Uh, and Williams, and we have the Panthers for. We could have pick one and pick two realistically. Cause Panthers are very bad. Do we? Uh, do we take both quarterbacks? Yes, right. Yeah, because you can't miss on both. Yeah, one of them is going to be good. Can you imagine two weeks ago going into the season thinking that after two weeks this is what you guys would be talking about? No, I bet Nikki a hundred dollars that they'd be better than the Dolphins, and now I think the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl, and the Bears aren't going to win a game. Yeah. Well, so right. it looks like Dave Marino. It's kind of crazy. Let's talk about the Dolphins, Frank. How are you feeling, two and zero? You're two and zero, but there are some flaws, which, which I guess is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, defense, defense played a lot better this week. Fourth quarter a little shaky, but defense overall is a little bit better. Uh, sometimes Mike McDaniel gets a little cute with the end around shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessary to do that when you have the speed that they have. Uh, what I, what I liked is uh, is that the Patriots game plan to stop Tyreek Hill, and and they pretty much did, but they did it because the Dolphins saw what the Patriots were giving them, and Raheem Mostert had a big game. Uh, my biggest worry right now is the center exchange. He's 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 had a lot of uh, a couple of adventurous snaps, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think Jason Sanders is the worst kicker in the NFL. Do you feel good about the offensive line in total? The offensive line has shown uh, vast improvement so far. Has we still haven't seen uh, the the rookie running back a, a, a chain? A chain. Uh, he came in for a series. He came in for a series. Had a couple of runs. I know he's still. I know he's still banged up. But I I I, I watched him a lot in the preseason. And he looked really good. He had a couple of he had a couple of runs in the yeah, in the third uh, third, uh, third third quarter. Okay. Uh, uh, what was a uh, and it was and uh, just just before the uh, blocked field goal, he had a couple of plays. Now I saw a lot of chirping during the game uh, on Twitter. You know, you know, Prez is uh, a Patriots fan. Understood, duh. But 
Nikki's a Miami Dolphins fan. Frank is a Miami Dolphins fan. Wait, where is Nikki? Huh. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, he he was chirping at Prez, and, and, and you didn't like that. So let's talk about that, Frank. I am nervous. I don't watch. I I, I, I think at every moment something bad's going to happen. That's not. So he's saying oh. for somebody to start talking shit before the game's over for Frank. Yeah. Was total lunacy, and then on top of it, to be doing it to the boss of the company probably adds a little extra. Especially a guy, especially a guy, especially a guy who literally has a has a box he carries around with him each time. Every day he he has his box, and it literally has every single receipt inside the box. And 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 to say to today. Go to bed. The game is over. Oh and yeah, to, and you. to and to come close to losing the game. I, I mean, it would have been it would have been a just an absolute nightmare for Dolphin fans if, to watch Dave's reaction to to to, to, to the Patriots coming back and, uh, and and oh, go to bed. You should have gone to bed. Maybe you should go to sleep. I, I mean, it, uh, and and and. and Literally, the, it should not. The game should not have been that close. Dolphins vastly outplayed the Patriots. Patriots had a good fourth quarter. Uh, again, again, I think the Dolphins' uh, defense got a little tired in the fourth quarter. They, uh, they were, uh, and of course, Eli Apple is terrible. I mean, so Be they bad. started. They did. They, they, they were taking. They were taking full advantage of Eli Apple in the fourth quarter. It was like, oh shit! There's Eli Apple. Oh no! Uh, uh, pass interference. Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Eli Apple sucks. He's in that. I mean, in the Darren Ruff tier. He's always sucked. He sucked with the Giants. He sucked with the Bengals. He sucked with the Saints. He has always sucked. In fact, uh, a couple of years ago, the uh, Chiefs uh, played the Bengals and Tyree Kill like 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 kind of like two hundred yards against him, and like so it was like tripping him the whole way. Uh, uh, but in other teammates, believe it or not, but he chirped him up in training camp. He was like, "I'm going to have fun in training camp, burning his ass." I, I mean, uh, the the hope is that Jalen Ramsey's back soon, and Eli Apple's uh, that, that exposure is limited. Uh, like kind of like uh, this year, uh, uh, Liam Eikenberg has uh, got a new position this year, oh, he, and, and he's he's doing a good job so far. He's keeping the bench nice and warm. When the uh, <laughs> offensive line comes back out, he makes sure that there's uh, no dust on the bench. He hands them a nice little Gatorade bottle. Is this correlated <laughs> to the vast improvement that you referred to before? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and they were out, with, and and often the defensive line did a great job this week. Uh, no Jalen Phillips either, and uh, Andrew Van Ginkle actually saved him. Uh, on the uh, the crazy uh, pitch back to Strange, Van Ginkle like tried to like uh, rip the ball away from Strange, and instead of Strange being able to stretch out for the first down, he had to protect the ball, and by protecting the ball, he had to hold it at his gut. So when he went down, the shoulder landed at the first down marker, not the ball, and uh, that was the difference in the game. That was the that was the the six inches from first down to uh, first down 
Uh, and just just a, a 30 seconds, which would have been 37 seconds of just absolute, just gut-wrenching heartache coming. But it didn't happen. Inch by inch, Frank. Inch by inch. Well, that's the best, best because Andrew Van Ginkle made a big play. Goddamn right. You're goddamn right. Um, hey, when do you guys get to Chicago? Because uh, you guys are going to be in Chicago this week. I think by the time this episode comes out, you guys will be in Chicago. Not quite. Almost. We'll be uh, we'll be probably boarding the flight and taking off okay. as this episode drops. Okay. So I think um, we I think we land one o'clock Chicago time. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know it's like an 11:30 flight if I'm not mistaken. Okay. We'll tell the listeners a little bit of the uh, the itinerary. Well, we're coming to Chicago. We're going to spend a day in Chicago on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still finalizing what we're going to do Friday, but Saturday we'll be at the Notre Dame game, South Bend. Uh, I'm, I'm getting like some invites. Like uh, I got to check out these people, look them up and look them over. And uh, uh, some people in Notre Dame want to sh- uh, take me on a tour of the campus, uh, which might be fun. Uh, uh, so that. heading to Notre uh, uh, probably sometime on uh, Friday, heading to Notre Dame. Uh, I still don't know where we're sitting. Uh, hopefully, I could get an extra. Even if, uh, even if I had to buy it myself, get an extra seat. Well, ask text Big Cat and ask him. And I, I've, I've, I've done that. And Big time, you, huh? Fucked up. Well, I, I just, I, I want to buy that extra. I would buy that extra ticket. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, yeah. that's- I just asked him recently too. He asked him a couple hours ago. So, yeah. yeah. No, I know. So, yeah, so I'm trying to get that done. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think we'll have fun. We'll do some raw dogging out there. Um, the only thing you left, you kind of left out, I think, is that uh, the comedian Shane Gillis. Oh, yeah, Shane Gillis. And, and of course, this is all <laughs> thanks to Shane Gillis. Yeah. Great yeah, comedian. He, he personally comedian. Frank, yeah. No, I, I, and this, 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 uh, this whole thing started from the, the draft show on uh, at Barstool. I met him that day. He said he wants to take me to a Notre Dame game. Wow. He found out I'm a Notre Dame fan, and uh, – I, I don't think he could take me to a bigger game. He this followed, game is huge, yeah. Follow through big. Yeah, and I think I think Notre Dame has a chance. I think they have. I think they legitimately have a chance. <clears throat> They've played well so far. But yeah, Mikey it came out of left field, and I think uh, Big Cat got a second ticket. Like told Shane for two for me to just go do my thing, get you know as much Frank content as possible, seeing so, you know, yeah. kind of in the motherland watching him. I feel like it's going to be a scene out of Rudy having Frank walk out. And Dude, it's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. It's Shane Gillis, Mikey. So don't you think, like, Frank, Frank's asking about tickets. I have a feeling he might have, like, sideline type stuff, but who knows? Oh, we'll figure I, it out. We'll figure it out. And I, and I got, my, uh, got my classic 1977 green number three Joe Montana jersey all ready for the game. Frank, you might wear some. Well, maybe I should wear something of yours, Frank. <laughs> you got any Notre Dame stuff I could put on? Uh, keep in mind, I would wear size five X. So that's fine. Me and me and Jenks, if we go together, I'll you know <laughs> I'll get one, get one. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. swim our way. You can no, I, I got Notre Dame gear, baby. Dude, it, it. You know what? The thing is. Is shout out to Shane. Shane's a cool guy, hilarious, very stand-up. good, very good, very good guy. I was crying, dude. That shit was so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. His new stand-up, Frank. Did you see it or not? Haven't seen it. I might try to watch it to, uh, probably uh, next couple of day, next two days. Okay. All right. Yeah. Make sure you watch it before we go, because you know, then talk. To yeah. Him about it. 
Yeah, Frank, maybe we can watch it together. We'll figure it out. We've got to coordinate a couple things. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead, Frank. And uh, speaking of watching stuff, uh, before we get back to the NFL, HBO, you yeah, suck. Sorry. Fuck you, HBO. Meantime, you guys. fucking suck. I hate the Lakers. Keep in mind, I, 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 hate, I hate these players. You made a show so good that I can't miss the steady. I thought it was the best, one of the best shows on TV. It was so. It might be the best television series based on a sports team, and there's not much to to choose from. It's 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 slim pickings when it comes to sports teams. Yeah, it was so good. The music that they use is so good. Uh, and the last episode with uh, when they when they go over to Kurt Rambis. Uh, Kevin McHale uh, clothesline and how Larry Bird just like just like kept calling his team a bunch of pussies and basically in- instigated it. And Kevin McHale was going to go over and apologize. And he grabbed McHale by the by the neck and says, "If you go over there, I'm going to break your neck." And then they, they have Bird Bird who and they did, they did the fourth camera break every now and then. The fourth wall broke break every time. The Bird looked at the camera and went, "Got them." That's Bird. <laughs> Dude, it was it was such a good show. I can't believe that they're going to cancel it. I really, really hope another network picks it up. I really hope another network picks it up. I saw I mean, they did. They're going to offer a bunch of NBA stuff this year for free, like the All Star Game, oh. uh, some other games on HBO, no extra cost. Netflix is adding a bunch of HBO stuff, so I think Netflix might pick it up. I just saw they added like Band of Brothers and a bunch of old HBO shows. There you go. That's true. Yeah. Streaming service could pick it up. But it's now, they, now, they, now they did basically like put on like the at the end they had like a the what happened like after the '84 season during the credits, yeah. but they could always show they could always just show that. Yeah, they could draw yeah. it, right? Yeah, I hope they I hope they do it. I hope they do it. I hope they make it work, and uh, it'll be nice. Uh, let's do our college picks. NBA. Let's do our oh oh yes 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 yes. You know what? My and these picks. Are hot, and I'll tell you why they're hot. Because we're looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. I want some hot stuff, baby, tonight. Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. Yes, that's right. We have partnered up with Hot Stuff Sauce, made at Exo Taco on Syracuse University Hill in Syracuse, New York. It's the best hot sauce you can go to for hot stuff sauce. Uh, for hot so go to hotstuffsauce.com and get your promo code Tank Ten. You get ten percent off your order. The best hot sauce you can get. So. Why aren't you doing it? Go to hotsauce.com now and get Tank 10. Get the best hot sauce. I mean, this is the hot stuff you've been looking for. Looking for some hot stuff. Absolutely. Uh, You know who's not hot? Me in the NFL. I stink in the NFL in the last two weeks, but guess what? I guarantee I will still come in first place in the NFL by the end of the year. Uh, So let's do the college picture. So, But you know who is hot is our guy, Jenks. Jenks is hot. Jenks, Jenks is, is hot on fire. In the NFL. Jenks is tied for first place with, uh, you know, not here to to tell you that he is, but um, self-appointed best gambler of the company, Nikki Smokes, tied tied with no not gambler Jenks. So let me make an admission. I historically have watched a lot more NFL than college football, so it does make a lot of sense to you me. Don't say. Historically bad at college football picking. I am watching this season, but I'm just you know a deer in the woods. 
Did we get anything from uh, from Nikki? I, I, uh, I do have I do have Nikki's picks now. So and I have Pat's. So <laughs> I can uh, rattle those off when we get to. All right, them. let's do, let's uh, let's do the college picks first, and uh, well, we know who goes. Uh, we know who goes first. Jenks continues to be the feeble fucker. He is now three one and eleven in college. So I had a nice bounce back week. Yep. <laughs> I doubled my wins. This week I'm going with Boise State minus six and a half at San Diego State. Michigan, the team I have to have. I've I think I've lost for them every week so far, so I'm gonna ride again. Minus twenty-four versus Rutgers at home. I got Troy minus three and a half at home versus Western Kentucky. I have some personal history with Western Kentucky, so I'm hoping Troy takes it home. Colorado, just gotta have fun rooting for Dion plus twenty one at Oregon. And then West Virginia, um, plus six at, uh, at home versus Texas Tech. Do you think you're the only person in the world who has something personal to Western Kentucky? Um, I also actually have something personal with West Virginia and Troy. I mean, most of my board on college football is personal. Okay. Fair. <laughs> um, so then next will be Pat. Let me get Pat's picks really quick. Uh, I have them here. Okay, so Pat's NCAA, he has Penn State over Iowa at a minus 14.5. Alabama over Ole Miss, minus 7. Colorado over Oregon, plus 21. Uh, Utah, minus 4.5 versus UCLA. And tennis. Hmm. Well, he definitely messed this one up. What's the – anyone got the Tennessee spread? I don't know what he meant by this. He's got Tennessee plus 20 and a half. Oh, they, they can't be. Tennessee, yeah. whatever the yeah. line is. Just give him Tennessee with whatever the real Yeah, I, I don't know if he wants Tennessee or UTSA. I, I just give him t- Tennessee, right? Tank, is that fair? Tennessee with whatever the line is? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify with him. He either he has that game. I just It's unclear which team he wants. Okay. So uh, he either has Tennessee or UTSA, and the line is 20 and a half. All right. All right. Uh, who's next? Uh, Nikki, because Mikey, you're still killing it in NCAA. You're doing bad in uh, in NFL, but you are ten and five in NCAA. Yeah, I'll probably end up losing in NCAA though, but whatever. So then it's Nikki, then Frank, then Mikey. Uh, so Nikki for NCAA has uh, Clemson plus three, Florida minus twenty eight, Colorado plus twenty one, uh, Notre Dame. He's riding with Frank with Notre Dame plus three. And uh, he's got Washington minus 21 and a half, or minus 21. And that's it for Nikki. All right, that's you now, you now Frank. All right. Um, I, I'm going to, well, the, 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 I'm going to take the uh, same, uh, some of the same picks that Nikki has. I'm going to go Clemson plus three. I think, uh, I think Florida State looked uh, kind of vulnerable last week, and this game is in Clemson. Um, I like Michigan just to absolutely destroy Rutgers. Going to destroy Rutgers. I like to hear that. Minus twenty four. Um, uh, in the uh, in the uh, soon to be homeless bowl, it's the uh, Washington State plus three over Oregon State, and the two teams that don't have a conference next year, as of yet. 
Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss plus seven, and I think they're going to beat Bama. I think yeah. Alabama's a mess. And uh, I'm taking Notre Dame plus three. Okay. All right. I'm going to take uh, Rutgers plus 24 and a half. I like that. I like that. I'm going to take uh, Maryland minus seven. I'm going to take Purdue plus six. Florida State minus two and a half. And uh, Ohio State minus two. <clears throat> wow. Wow. We're going to the fucking. And Frank, Frank, and you want this guy to come to the game with you? <laughs> I was literally strictly hey. doing it. Strictly doing it for the reaction. Guys, if it's, not it late, it's just dawning on me that I'm going to the, to the freaking game, can I take Notre Dame and get rid of my first pick? No. No, can't do that. Can't okay. Do that. Card, laid, card laid is a card played. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just asking. Mm. I'll just I'll, I'll wager money on him. That, that's well, I'll probably I'll probably wager money on Notre Dame plus three. But my no, 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 no. You're not coming back from that bullshit. That's yeah, I did it. I did it for a reaction. I like Frank's reaction. I don't mind it. Frank's disappointed. He's not even mad. That's the worst. I I know I know Frank's face, and and when I see that face, I know he's pissed. He's not even he's looking. He's choking up. on the inside. He won't even look at you. He's disgusted with you. <laughs> All right. So who goes first for NFL? Um, me. Snake. Snake draft. Yeah. So Mikey, you go, and which is fitting because Mikey is also in last place for the NFL with a pathetic. Did you guys know that he calls himself Mikey Betts, and he is wow. three and seven in the NFL? Pathetic, feeble. All right, hey, year's not over. All right, the year is not over. Uh, Lions minus three, Bengals minus three, Texans plus <coughs> ten, Bears plus fourteen, Bucks plus six. Bam. <laughs> That's. That's a fast that's a fast rattle off. No no, uh, no uh, explanation. You know why? Lions are going to smoke them. The Bengals are coming back. Uh hopefully Joe Burrow's plays. Uh Texans are the Texans. That doesn't help. Bears plus 14. Don't know why. I think Matt Nagy is going <laughs> to fucking skull fuck us, but whatever. That's a college, by the way, that's the college football spread. The fact that an NFL team is getting 14 points. Dude, are you kidding me? I think I think Georgia would get 14 points on us. I'm sorry. Just think, just think, several years ago, someone sat in a draft room with Virginia McCaskey, and she says, Mitchell Trubisky, he looks like a nice fellow. I think we should trade up some draft picks. Uh, and then someone someone suggested goes, you know this this Mahomes guy, he might actually be better, and he'll be available for us uh, where we're drafting. Nah, I want Mitchell Trubisky. It's because he drove his he drove, he drove his shitty car, the nineteen ninety eight uh, Toyota Camry that he got from his grandma. That's why. That's literally why they fucking drafted. If his grandma this. gave him a nicer car. We wouldn't be in this situation. And and if he didn't put the reservation under Jim McMahon, that's the that sold Ryan Pace. He's like, oh. And and, and yeah. Jim McCaskey said that. Uh, Oh, you drive your grandmother's car. Do you take her to her get groceries too? I like someone who loves your grandmother. <laughs> I have seven hundred grandkids, <laughs> and they all have a job for the Bears. <laughs> one is the ticketing Mac, uh, ticketing worker. One is the head of office. One, is, one actually runs the Bears. <laughs> all right, who picks next? The fucking uh, family business for Chicago Go goes ahead. goes back to Frank. All right, I'm going to go uh, in the disappointing bowl. 
two teams who don't think they should be out. Two teams who are playoff teams from last year, 0-2 start. I'm taking the Vikings pick them. Chargers. I think it was one and a half, but yeah, whatever. Pick them. Well, I saw pick them on ESPN. Fair enough. That's that's a um, weird, that's a weird game. It should be interesting. I am taking the Cowboys to just beat the ever loving, ever loving motherfucking shit. Uh, the the Arizona Deadbirds. Okay. <laughs> every loss, every loss. Every loss the Cardinals have, especially the one where they blew a 20-point lead to the Giants, they just take a, another uh, piece of paper off the board, and b- behind it is a picture of uh, Caleb Williams in a Cardinals jersey. <laughs> they can't have him. He's ours. <laughs> this is sad. He belongs to Chicago. The poor I am going to take uh, – I'm taking the uh, Jets plus two and a half. Wow. Uh, I think the Patriots stink. I think Jets have a good enough defense to win that game. I'm taking Dolphins minus six and a half. And on Monday night, I'm taking Eagles minus six. Eagles minus six, right? Yeah. Okay. You have the Buccaneers plus six. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm I, I'm fading you. All right. All right. Head to head. We'll see how it goes. Mike Evans is going to pop off, Frank. So pop off. Mike Evans has never popped off two weeks in a row in his entire career. Yeah, it's probably going to be just had 190. Do you guys want me to mine or should Mike rip the other guys? Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. um, All right. I got 49ers minus 10 versus the Giants. I I still think the Giants suck, even though they had that miraculous comeback and the Niners are dominant. Miami minus six and a half because I think the Broncos suck. At home, Detroit minus three versus the Falcons. I feel like they got off to a really hot start. They're going to come back down to earth a little bit. Titans plus three and a half at the Browns. Vrabel getting points against Watson. I'm taking Vrabel. And then Seahawks minus five and a half against the Panthers at home. Um, Pete Carroll, I think, will, you know, I think they'll win by 10, 10 plus points against the Panthers. I love it. All right. What do we have Pat and Nick's picks? Yeah, all right. I'll go uh, Nikki first. Um, <laughs> and looking at Nikki, he already uh, broke one rule, and he sent me an over. God, dude. <laughs> so I'm just, just going to ban make... him. Just ban him. He's gone. He's done. I'm Frank. He's gone. <laughs> done. Nope. We have the we have the Dolphins minus six and a half. Commanders plus six and a half. And then he <laughs> has the Vikings over fifty four. So I'm just going to give them the Vikings, pick them like Frank. Giants plus 10, and the Packers minus 2. He okay. did, you know, that's funny. He did that last week, too. He sent me one pick that was – what he sent? He sent me we're Atlanta doing, first half money line. We're doing, we're doing <laughs> Mike Francesa style. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I told him, and, he, and then he argued with me. All right. So uh, what part of Miami is that? What part of Miami is that? <laughs> I don't fucking know. All right, here's Pat's picks. Uh, Pat has the 49ers uh, minus 10 over the Giants. Titans uh, plus three. Chargers uh, plus one and a half. Uh, Patriots minus two and a half. Two head-to-heads with Tank. And the Bills minus six and a half. I like that one. It's got two Uh, with me, two against Tank. Is that Bills commander's game in Washington? Yes, so. it is. Yeah. Okay. I was. 
All right. Well, we're getting ready to move into Ask the Tank. Before we do, we have to uh, – One, someone's going to walk away with something today. Yes, that's right. Uh, one person is going to win a pack of soda and a Sprecher hat. One of the uh, random uh, uh, people who have asked the asked to tank today, and you know, with Sprecher they brew good things. You know, they have Sprecher craft sodas. They they fire up their sodas and uh, gas fill kettles to create a unique caramelization of flavors, and they're sweetened with local honey in small batches. In Milwaukee, I've toured the plant. It is outstanding quality, and you know, it's available in wide variety of flavors especially the award-winning Sprecher Root Beer, Cream Soda, Cherry Soda, Orange cr- orange Dream, my personal favorite, and great. Check out the whole brand of uh, Sprecher Family Sodas at SpreckerBrewery.com to learn more. Try Sprecher Craft Soda today and get 10% off your order using the promo code TANK online at checkout. So visit SpreckerBrewery.com to shop. And, you know, I'm a little revved up right now. I'm going to have this uh, revved up um, root beer. This is a root beer that has caffeine in it. Let's fucking go! Go, Frank. Yes, absolutely. All right, that's how you Frank, kick off as a tank. Frank, I saw someone sent you a Sprecher soda. Apple well, crisp. Apple crisp? Yes. Did you try it yet? No, I haven't. That sounds it sounds like a good one. Let me know how it is. Or you can check on the soda review. I will. There you go. All right, uh, first question for Tank: How do you feel about the Falcon season? Uh, do you think they can make the playoffs? That question is from Aware G Man. I don't buy them the Falcons yet. They've played uh, the Panthers at home. They played the Packers at home. Kind of fortunate to beat the Packers. I think the Packers on. I think the Packers came back to earth this week. This week, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in uh, Jordan Love. I don't believe in him. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm telling you that. Um, uh, this they're gonna play the first role game this week. I don't, I don't believe, I don't really believe in the Falcons. I mean, uh, it, it, talk to me in a month if they're if they're six and two, maybe I could believe in them. But uh, I think the there's only one playoff team in the uh, NFC South, and it's the uh, Saints. Okay, um, Frank, this one is from Disc Golf Stakes. Frank, if you could travel to any minor league ballpark in america you haven't been to where would you go and that's from mm. uh best isaac from maine mm. i'm not going to count the uh the sideshow uh um butch mccall uh savannah bananas uh best minor league parks minor league park i would like to see uh one other one one might be toledo uh the toledo mud hens uh uh, who, who's another good one? I think uh, might be an interesting one to visit. Uh, Lansing Love Nuts. They have like a real catchy song as their fight song. And uh, I would like to uh, go. It's, it's it's it's. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's an unaffiliated team now. The town I was born in, the Great Falls Explorers. I haven't been back to Great Falls, Montana, since I was less than one years old, and I I need to get back to Great Falls, Montana. Do like a do like a content of me rediscovering Great Falls, Montana. It's the first time I've been there since I was born. My father was in the Air Force. Uh, your biggest UFO hotspot in the United States, by the way. Let's Frank. rent the car. Just tell me where. Yeah, I'm you should do uh, a Yellowstone. A Yellowstone uh, tanks version. Tank I'm ready stone. to go. I'm ready to well, go. Yellowstone, uh, Yellowstone uh, my parents live 90 miles from Yellowstone. Oh, really? Yeah. Love to see it. 
Um, that uh, Isaac Salisbury, he's the guy that actually won the Sprecher um, gift this week. So shout out to Isaac. I uh, will DM you and we'll make sure you guys you you get that. Um, we got two more questions. One's already we already know because we just talked about it. Uh, this is from F Earl Fleming Raw Dogger uh, fan page. Uh, will Frank Earl be in Chicago for any of the Sunday NFL streams? Frank, give that answer. Yep. Uh, are you doing Thursday too or no? Uh, they're not doing the stream Thursday. Okay, cool. That'll All be right. from New York because it's a New York team. Okay, good. Well, yeah, I got to. Well, and the game's going to suck anyway. Yeah, very true. Uh, all right, and then the last question is from uh, Chevy Chester. What's the worst city for raw dogging? That I've seen so far? Uh, I, I'm going to guess – I've never been there, but I'm going to guess Portland's probably the worst city for uh, raw dogging. you got people screaming at you for eating meat every, uh, every block. One day I'm taking Frank to Portland, and I cannot wait. I just can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> he will go in with the most negative mindset ever, and I hope everyone's wonderful. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm to I, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you one city that uh, that I've been to that uh, raw dog. Uh, there's there's one raw dog place that everyone talks about. It's it's hyped up. People uh, people try to say it's one of the best hot dog places in the world. It's one of the most well known hot dog places. People. It always ranks up with Gene and Jude's and then top hot dog places around America. Gene and, and and most and I've started trying some of the big places: Pink's, Rutt's Hut here, the <coughs> Nathan's, Papaya King, Gene and Jude Chicago, Ben's Chili Bowl, Washington, and all these are like the the like the always like the biggest, most famous hot dog places in the United States. And there's one other place that that has that distinction, and that's the the Varsity in, in Atlanta, and that place was so. Disappointing, barely a single, very really? very mediocre cafeteria style hot dogs. Damn, I did not expect that. Hate to see yeah. it. Hate to see it. Sad. Term. And it, it has nothing to do with how I feel about the Braves. You sure? Um, you sure, Frank? Yeah. I went to a place. I I think it might be like Hot Dog Pete's was the name of it. That's like uh, located like across the street from Turner Field. Okay. And I thought they had good hot dogs. There you go. Fair so enough. So it's not, it's not against the city of Atlanta. The varsity just sucks. Okay. Fair point. Uh, Frank, that's all we have for us to tank today. So if you want to take us out on a song, um, make sure you guys click like and subscribe. Follow us at Frank the Tank Pod. Follow Frank on YouTube. And shout out to our winner, Force Sprecher, uh, Isaac. Don't click like and subscribe. Click like and subscribe because I don't think this is going to last very long. But let me take you down because we're going to a quarterback who sucks. He can't even throw. Drafting him was a big mistake. The team is going to be in last place. Justin Fields forever. <laughs> Most teams would realize that he's a bust long ago. But Virginia loves him because he's good to his grandma. Justin Fields forever. See you guys next week. Click like, subscribe. <laughs>